Welcome to the weekly Lost Edition of the Generally Speaking Podcast Network. Now, here are your hosts, Stephanie and Cliff. Hello and welcome to the weekly Lost Edition of Generally Speaking. I'm Cliff Ravenscraft. I'm Stephanie Ravenscraft. And this week we're trying something new. Uh, Stephanie and I just finished watching the episode, what, less than five minutes ago? Yeah. And Mm -hmm. uh, we've decided that we're going to come down here and do a new segment uh, for our podcast. Uh, It will probably replace the plotline discussion that we had been doing, and this is going to be called At First Glance. You want to explain to them what we're doing? Well, we're just we're just coming down and and recording our our first thoughts on on what we just saw and um, first reaction. That's pretty much at it. first glance. Absolutely. And then what we'll do is uh, after a couple days have gone by on the forum, probably on Friday, uh, we'll take a look at all the research we have and come back and take a closer look or uh, a second look at Lost. So, what did you think about the episode? I thought it was very good. You liked it, huh? I did. I really did like it. For a relationship episode, I actually enjoyed this one probably the most as far as yeah. not getting the island stuff. I mean, it, it you kind of got the uh, the whole island is healing, uh, has healing powers right. thing. That that I enjoyed. That, that was a little bit more of I the island were, stuff. There. I think they really needed that after the Sun and Jin episode. Yeah, I think they did clear up that, okay, absolutely we it's know. It's not just Locke. Yes. And you can, you know, so now I would definitely say now that that the island has also healed um, Jin. That's in correct. That, yeah. Yes, and and has definitely there are and and as far as what is causing there's been some question as to what has caused Locke to be able to walk again and i believe that the australian guy uh he basically yeah. gave some explanation there are different places on earth or locations where there are magnetic forces i believe he used right and uh said that it's these forces that that geo uh, what do you use, Geo um, something? So, uh, yeah, I can't. I didn't write it down. Here, let's play the clip. There are certain places with great energy. Spots on the Earth. Like the one we're above now. Perhaps this energy is geological. Magnetic. Or perhaps it's something else. And when possible, I harness this energy and give it to others. Yeah, what he just said. And so anyway, <laughs> Stephanie's laughing because I actually didn't play the clip, but you guys heard it, and I'm going to edit it in later. So whatever he just said, you so just gave that away. I'm sorry. <laughs> you didn't have to comment on why I was laughing. I know, but People they were People just gonna... like to hear me laugh. Yeah. So anyway. So you could just go and randomly edit my laugh everywhere in the show. and You think I should do that? No. Okay, I didn't think so. So anyway, um, yeah, where were we? Geo something or other, yeah, whatever. different magnetic yeah, so, parts of the Earth. So there was an explanation given. And Which is, is quite ironic, if you think about it. Um, it was that also Locke was in Australia. You know, they were all in Australia. Geological, by the way. Geological. Now that I'm looking at yes, my notes. Okay. Um, yes, so that, walkabout. Yes, in Walkabout, he was in Australia. Um, well, my whole point was they were all in Australia because that's where the obviously. flight originated from. But um, 
but Australia wasn't the place for Locke or, or Jen also. Right. And it, it was this place. And perhaps the walkabout, that whole getting in touch with yourself kind of thing, you know, coming back refreshed, revived or whatever, and renewed and rejuvenated, maybe that walkabout was designed to go through that one, one of those locations that had these healing powers. But, yeah, I, oh, wow, that was an excellent thing. I took some notes during the mm-hmm. episode and just some things that uh, I wanted to pull out. For, one of the things is is um, Bernard says they've all given up on being rescued. You know, everybody's building something. You know, I really, you know, at until the end, you know, I kind of, actually, I still stick up for Bernard's desire to want to get off the island. It just made sense to me. Right. You know, they've not been there for as long as we've been watching the show. <laughs> it's really been two months. And I I would have to say, without the information of his wife being healed, I believe that I would be asking the same question. Why is everybody not questioning why this food is here? Right. You know, why is everybody just getting all cozy in the hatch? Well, and I think... Does nobody care about home anymore? Does nobody want to go home? Let alone he didn't know that his wife didn't want to go home. Right. And now that he does, he'll change, but... Um, or he has changed. Or, right, has. Um, I think what Bernard needs to remember is that they do all want to go home, but they can't just sit around and starve while they wait for someone to come rescue them. They have to, you know... Um, Claire still has to take care of baby Aaron, and they still have to take a shower, and they have to eat, and you know... Um, well, take a shower now that they found the hatch. <laughs> <laughs> Unless when they have a yeah. prisoner that they're not going to let people in on their club. Exactly. I told you there was a club. You so told I me. I so that told you there was a club. There is definitely a club, and and Kate was not invited. But she's back. She's back in she's the club. Back in the club. They they um, have they have reinstated her membership. Yeah, but but they still have to survive. They can't just sit around. And wait for someone to come. Right. Well, they they have to survive. But but I believe Bernard had a, a valid point. People were not just surviving. They were... They had given up. I believe that that he was correct in his, assum- in his well, assessment he wasn't that there. everyone gave up. No, I'm serious. They, they're okay. building their little houses now. Uh, hello. Yeah, go ahead. <laughs> um, I, I understand what you're saying, I, but... I don't think that they had given up, necessarily. He wasn't there when the raft sailed. He was only there when the people from the raft came back. You know? So they did put a lot of time and energy into building the raft. But I think Hurley says, dude, we built a raft. What else are we supposed to do? I think that he was right that they gave up. The raft was the last straw for them. I don't think it was the last straw, but I think they need time to heal from their failure. Okay. Nobody, nobody I know falls off the horse and gets right back up. They fall off the horse and they like to lay there a little bit and moan about where they are and then get back up. I think I'm going to have to agree to disagree with you. That's fine. We can do that. Okay. Because I I so believe that they've given up and, and that Bernard was right in his assessment. But I can understand where you're coming from. I just disagree. Moving right along. All right. We're bickering like... Oh, that re- that brings me to the next thing. From the day they met, those people were bickering. <laughs> I, did they tell... Do we know their lost name? Or their lost name. Do you like that? 
<laughs> I, I'm not totally addicted to Lost or anything, am I? What's their? Do we do we know Bernard and uh, Rose's last name? I don't, but I'm sure somebody does. Well, if they have not said it yet, until they officially release it, I am now coining their last name as Bernard and Rose Bickering. Okay. Okay. Mr. and Mrs. Bickering. Okay. All right. So, I, oh man, I've got Miss Clairol. I've got okay. Mr. and Mrs. Yeah. Bickering. Yeah, we're, we're moving right. I've even coined the term lostaholic. All right, Sawyer. Let's go. <laughs> I love you. I love you. All right. So, anyway, what else did, What Dr. else do you Giggles. want to bring up, Dr. Giggles? <laughs> so, we are going to build a sign, a, a massive sign along the beach. So that way, if a plane flies over or a, a satellite takes pictures from up there, we want to make damn sure that they know we're here, that they know about us. Maybe we should speak to Jack about this first. <laughs> well, do we have to run everything by Jack? I mean, he's not the, the president. He's, he's a doctor. You're a dentist. Uh, can, I, can I speak to you for just a second? They did bicker, okay? But what I found, um, and I guess because I've struggled with this in, um, in my own marriage, is how she blatantly um, spoke against what he was trying to do. She was absolutely not supportive of the, the SOS sign. Mm-hmm. And um, rather than keeping that private between the two of them, she said it amongst everyone right. that he was trying to rally help from. And um, That's a good point. So I thought that that was a... And I think we've even seen a little bit of that with Sun and Jen. Just mm-hmm. the... What's the word I'm looking for? Well, the, in, in, in Rose, it was, it was a public, public dis- disrespect. Yeah, exactly. With Rose, it was absolutely disrespect. Yeah. Um, but... I guess by the end of the show, you kind of see where she was coming from. But at the same time, I can't condone public disrespect. Right. I mean, we sit here and we bicker back and forth and I pound on the table occasionally. But <laughs> but this and is I, all in good fun. I occasionally fun. edit that out and yeah. only make it available for certain people This on is the all in good fun. Yes, you know? it is. And we really love each other a whole lot. <laughs> I just love it. <laughs> But in front of our friends and um, and most definitely in front of our children, you know, we we, we respect each other. Absolutely. We, <laughs> we, we had trouble with that early on in our marriage. Well, that's what I said. I yes. said from my own experience in my marriage. Um, we bicker back and forth quite a bit in good fun um, in our relationship and our kids think we're fighting. <laughs> like, if they ever knew... They will. One day they're going to... A real fight. They, you know. It's just funny. (laughs) When this stuff starts flying, then you know we're fighting. Yeah. I definitely know where our daughter Megan gets her temper from. I have no clue. It's from me. (laughs) It's from me. All right. Moving right along. Moving right along. No, I just just wanted to say that that I think that's great that you pulled that out. That that is definitely... um, I, I, I think that... The only thing I was a little upset with there is that Rose did apologize, but she only apologized <laughs> for for lying. For to lying, him. she did, she mm-hmm. never did really apologize for for the whole. Well, you're just a dentist. 
Yeah. I mean, that, I mean you know, going through marriage counseling and, and doing some other things that... Um, Not that really. I, for, we we uh, haven't been through counseling. We've no, I'm through... talking about through my marriage counseling oh, training okay. for okay. for ministry. No, <laughs> yeah. like people are going to think we've been through all this marriage counseling. <laughs> I really, I haven't hit Stephanie in a long time. <laughs> oh my gosh, I am so going to get so many emails on that. I'm just kidding. I'm going to throw this hot iron at you. <laughs> no. It's really not hot. <laughs> uh, what I was saying is that through through marriage counseling, through the training that I had for mar- premarital counseling and stuff that I do. Um, you know, you learn about how to, um, the man really wants more than anything, more than uh, affection, more than just to know that you love him. It's a man respect. wants to know that he's being respected. Mm-hmm. And whereas the woman is not, that's not her primary need. Her mm-hmm. primary need is to feel loved. Right. And uh, it's it's amazing. Did you know that nowhere in the Bible... Does it command that a woman should love her husband? Uh-uh. It's if I, I it's challenge absolutely. anybody to find it, and you can post the question, ask Cliff a question on the forum. I challenge or Stephanie. or Stephanie. I challenge anyone out there to find a place in the Bible where it says a woman should love yes. her husband. The Bible yeah. does say that a man should love his wife as Christ loved the church and gave his life for her. Yes, yes, but but it does not. Nowhere in the Bible does it say that a woman should love her husband. But it does talk about respect. Respect. Anyway, <laughs> this is not the Bible study hour in marriage counseling one hundred and one. But we need. But to... I think this episode was. It did a bring lot, that up a lot on that. So absolutely. Yeah. And um, w- another thing that I got from this um, was that Rose and Bernard really haven't been married that long. They have not. It was you know? kind of recent. Yeah. Extra, extra. Read all about it. Extras everywhere. I mean, goodness I don't think gracious. Used, I don't think they've used that many extras in every episode from season one and season two combined. I wouldn't go that far, but I will tell you. Maybe in the airplane scene from the pilot. Okay. <laughs> if, there are some people that would point that out. <laughs> um, but yeah, there's that. And, the, you know, I started seeing it really heavily last uh, episode with Dave yeah. at the food drop. They were just everywhere. Yeah. But I mean, they're just throwing out names. But you've they got were even more. You got Freudo and no. Frugal Luger and you got <laughs> Johnny Joe and Billy Bob. I mean, it's like go get go get Ralph and tell him to help me out. Hurley, what are you doing right now? Um, talking to your wife. Good. Can you get Libby and meet me on the edge of the tree line in five minutes? Oh, and if you can get Jen and Son, Jenkins, and that Frogert guy, the guy who used to make frozen yogurt. Neil? Yeah, and Craig, and anybody else you can get. Bernard, <laughs> what are you up to? I got an idea. Hey, Richard, Craig, bro, come here. For heaven's sakes, there's old people on the island now. <laughs> oh my gosh, am I going to get You're some emails on trouble. that one? But there's an old guy. He was an old. He, he was an older gentleman. Probably says Bernard. Yeah, well, yeah, okay, but but this gentleman looked like he's probably in his sixties or seventies. I mean, they've never shown somebody like that on the island before, and I, I think it's kind Maybe. of just silly that. I'm sorry. No, you got to say it now. No, I don't. You've got to <laughs> no, say it. No, because I caught myself. Were you gonna say? Were you gonna put your foot in your mouth? No. Oh, okay. Not at all. Were you gonna disrespect me and have to apologize later? Absolutely not. <laughs> This is fun. Because if I disrespect you, I wouldn't apologize. <laughs> <laughs> I'm so kidding. I know. 
I like this recording right after the show. Do you? Okay, let's Be- keep going because it's still late. Well, it is, but you know the because we don't watch the show live. That's why. Yeah, we, I say it, that it's late. It is. It's eleven thirty at night, and so. Uh, but I, the thing is, is we usually talk about the episode afterwards anyway. And by right. the time we came to record and talk, it's, it's kind of like right. Well, it's not that we forget we because we play the clips. Well, but it's, it's not, not so fresh. much that we for- yeah. It's just yeah. not fresh. Yeah. This is cool. I love this you. This is cool. I love you too. Let's go. Okay. <laughs> I was trying to have a moment. I can't see your face with that big microphone screen, so there's no moment to be had. <laughs> okay, gotcha. Moving right along. Come on, Howard. Let's go. <laughs> Howard. Now you got to explain to him the Howard comment. Howard go ahead. Stern is the big thing. Not that we watch Howard Stern. We've just seen I've him. I've just <laughs> seen him on interviews. I do not watch Howard Stern. I can't get it on my channel because we block it for our kids. Yes, we do. Not that I would but want I ha- to watch but it, I, but... But I have this... Ooh. See, this is without... This is with. You know, he's so doing that, but he's going to edit that out. No, I'm totally not editing this session oh, at all. Oh, you're not? Okay. No, we're at 15 minutes. We're we're live, oh, sweet. Babe. Okay, keep going. So really don't say anything that you're going to say. be sorry for later. I let you do all that. All right. They didn't want Jack or Kate because they were damaged goods. Did you catch that? I did. Kate said that. Uh, they both said that. Oh, you're right. It, it, it is their conversation. Right. Jack, she says, I'm flattered that you invited, you know, that you asked me to come out here. And, and he says, I know they didn't want you. he's like, I only brought you because I know they don't want you, you know. And then she says, because they're damaged goods. Yes, absolutely. Yes. So it's that whole thing that they're catching on that they're not good people. And so yeah. they're obviously not wanted very much. So does that mean that no one from the, from the. The, the lost. The fuselage were good people because they haven't come after. Well, they. Well, they took. Well, they wanted the baby, and they wanted Walt. I think that. Well, were they the only two? Did they want the baby? Absolutely. Because I don't. Claire's baby. Oh, Ethan. Okay, I'm sorry. I'm thinking. Where Where have you been? I'm thinking of when Danielle took the baby to take it to them. That's what I was thinking of. But they didn't want the baby then. They wanted Walt. That's right. That was it. The season finale yeah. of season one. Maybe now the baby's t- tainted goods because they've held him in their arms. I don't know. Because he had time to pass through the birth canal. Let's <laughs> keep going. <laughs> oh my goodness! So yeah. Oh, back on the extras. It, it's. I'm just. Uh, oh I, yeah. I, I that just, how we started? Can you believe that wow. we came this far? <laughs> so anyway, um, the extras. What does that say? The fact that not only did they give a lot more names to some of the extras, not it only means they're killing off too many of the main characters. They are going to be mm-hmm. they, they have to be killing off some major characters, and they either need to reintroduce some of these extras as new as new people, or you know that's exactly what I, it has to be. Things I mean, are just going to have to stop because there's not enough main characters to be doing everything that. It takes to to run the, you know, to keep everything up and running. The island economy and everything, Mm -hmm. you know. So, yeah. um, So, that that leads me to believe that some of the speculation and some of the rumors out there that that they're killing off not just one, but maybe maybe two. two, And I've heard somebody even say four people. I mean, I would not have believed four people before this episode. But I am so willing to believe that they're going to kill off four people 
by the end of this season finale. Did you see the woman in the... There was a woman in the extras who was a complete Danielle and Kate lookalike with the long, dark, curly hair. The, the, I, no, yes, they have another hot-looking chick on there. I, well, I, I'm just throwing that I'm out there because... I'm just pointing out that she had long, dark hair, thin I'm just, face. I'm just bringing in the hot-looking chick, chick thing I, because I of the because forum the, Yes, I got discussion. you. I've been following along. If for those of you who are listeners and are not a member of the uh, the Generally Speaking Lost Forum, you are missing out on some of the inside scoop of what happens between podcast episodes as um, we have like 300 and so, over 350, maybe uh-huh. even close to 400 uh, forum members now registered to our site where they actually interact and, and they come and ask me questions. And somebody had made everyone. a comment. Well, yeah. Not just you, but everyone. Exactly. And other people questions. I'm just talking in the first person because I'm so arrogant. Uh, <laughs> yet another inside joke as into some of the things that are out there. Uh, for that, you need to go to My Crazy Life uh, podcast of Generally Speaking Podcast okay. Network. Not editing. Keep going. I, oh, you're right. I forgot. So anyway, moving along. What was I saying? I don't know. I don't either. What's next on your list? But I was saying something. It was just not the in extra- the forum. Oh, you should so- get in the forum because you're missing things on the in between. Yeah, but that moving right along. But there was something that I was saying. What you lost led it. Me- you got to keep going. Okay. So any. <laughs> so anyway, I believe that when they we come back, that older guy. And that girl that you just mentioned, mm-hmm. that's what it was, the hot chick. Oh, uh, yes. The girl, they actually showed close-ups of those people. Mm-hmm. Uh, that What did they call that one guy? The the Fruger? Frugal? Yeah, fruit, yogurt. Fru, frugert? Fro- Fro- Frogert. Frogert is <laughs> definitely going to be... Yeah. I, with the name Frogert, I'm wondering if you're if we're not going to hear in a future... Dude, you got some Frogert on you. <laughs> So, I don't know. Anyway, lots of extras. And they can't do that again. What? They can't no, they again. can't. But it sounded <laughs> but good. I made you again. laugh. Uh, let's see here. They'll never give you Walt. Never. Never. You'll never get Walt. That's the first thing he's spoken in two days. So, does he just like know that he's doomed? That they don't care and they don't want him back? Well, he, I don't know, I don't know what that says, but, I mean, <coughs> excuse me, this whole idea that they'll never give you Walt, I have a question. Does that mean we'll never see Walt again? No, they told us that we would, didn't they? No, they said we see Michael again, which we did. I thought they said we saw Walt again by the end of the season. I or don't know. what happened to we him. We will know what happened to Walt. Oh. Uh. Is what they said, and so and now we know what happened to Walt. We know that he was taken, and that they have him, and we'll probably learn more. That's enough information. We're going to learn more when Michael comes Comes back back. and tells Mm -hmm. us more. I think. Well, Michael found them, but he didn't say he found Walt. Yeah, but uh, I I believe I, I I my whole point though is they'll never give you Walt. Leads me to believe that is it Malcolm David Kelly. Is his name? Uh, it, it, he he's not going to be on the show anymore. That that's my speculation. And uh, the reason I the reason that I am so quick to that is because some folks had uh, gone to the imdb.com internet mm-hmm. internet movie database and noticed that some of the characters say 2004 to present, but under Malcolm David Kelly says he appeared on 
uh, lost from 2004 yeah. to such and such date, which gave it an ending date ah. of his credits on the show. Okay. And so I really didn't pay much attention. There's matter of fact, that's a discussion that's been going on on the forum, and um, and and some people are going back and forth. But with this comment, they'll never give you a Walt. I wonder if that's some kind of they're uh, trying to wrap it up. They're trying, trying to wrap that up. You know, hey, don't don't be getting right. the idea that you're going to see Walt again. However, they bring Vincent back. Vincent. Did you notice how the music is all kind or kind yeah. of lovey dovey, and then all of a sudden you hear. Yeah. It's the suspense, and it shows Vincent, and I'm sitting there. It's like, oh, good. This episode's not going to end all cushy-mushy. It's going to turn, <laughs> and there's going to be a cliffhanger for this hiatus. And it goes back to the mushy-wushy, yeah. and we see Jen. You just need the mushy-wushy baby. sometimes. Not on television. It's yeah. his first baby. It is. You cuddly wuddly. I did. When I was pregnant with Megan. I did. I did. And I won't Matthew. tell I, and Matthew. I won't tell McKenna that you didn't cuddly wuddly her, but <laughs> that's because I was so much in shock. <laughs> you, <laughs> I'm like, huh? Is you gave the, someone was... a comment today about on um, you emailed me some conversation you'd been having with someone about your my crazy life. Yes, podcast, I forwarded you that, and you said it'd be great for your kids to go back and listen to. <laughs> yes. Yeah, one day our our children are going to come back and listening to the listen yes. to all the archives of their dad and mom on podcasting. We absolutely love our third child. Absolutely, she is the sweetest baby I think I've ever seen. She has been the easiest child we've ever had until now. Until now, <laughs> she's she's a handful, a little ball of fire. But, but she uh, is awesome. She was absolutely unexpected, but that doesn't make her any less loved. No, that's the, that's all I was saying. It's, right, was I just, know. Such a shock because we planned to have the other two, two children. <laughs> no, well, it, it, but I mean, not only did we plan to have two, but we right. planned the pregnancy. We right. planned it all, right. and because Cliff's they, a control freak, you know what? Though, he tried to take control of that whole. Scene. I'm a control freak. Just a little. Oh, okay, yeah, that's right. <laughs> I forgot. <laughs> so anyway, hey, we're totally off topic here. We are. Let's get like, back on. Way off, and it's like 25 minutes into okay, this. Okay, well, so. let's get back on. All right, where are we at? Um, let's see here. Do, 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 you let's see. Listen, you bunk with the guy for forty-eight days, and you, now you don't even call. <laughs> Bernard Bernard cracks a joke with Mister Echo. I liked you better when you just beat people with your stick. <laughs> <laughs> oh, and then and then cue the Billy Joel music. I like you just the way you are. Okay, you still gotta edit. <laughs> No way, babe. <laughs> I know. I might even um, throw in my Mr. Let's Rogers. Let's not. Let's keep going. Okay. Lost my train of thought. Go ahead. The what church. The church. I so knew it was the church. You really need to start, like, my singing podcast or something. <laughs> I was doing some Gregorian chant for their cathedral. I know. I know. It's not a cathedral. It's a it, church. It's a cathedral. Let's see. He said church. It's a cathedral. It's Catholic. Totally it. It's totally a Catholic. But thing. I love the whole. I love the whole. Um, people can be saved in different ways. Oh, that was. Some I think great that absolutely fit into the whole um, spiritual. Well, play on it even I'm, more. Okay. It was the SOS signal that that Bernard was trying. You know, could save people. The um, island. The island can save people with obviously Locke and um, Rose and and Jen and um, and Christ can save people. 
Absolutely, which is my favorite. Yes. So, That's why I saved it for last. You always save the best for last. I was almost bummed, though, that they were building a church. Do you hope it was a Starbucks? A Starbucks, totally. <laughs> I'm just kidding. No, I, Maybe I, seriously. Maybe they'll have like, a little cafe in the back with Starbucks. It, I, you know what the problem was? That is some beautiful hair you got going on there, babe. I wish I had my camera so I could just take a picture of that. You're right. Stephanie and I wear headphones so that we can hear what we're actually sounding like uh, as we record. And it was I just... was adjusting mine and he made fun of me. I'm sorry, babe. See, I, at least I love you, though. At least I won't have a big crease in my head when I take mine off. That's true. We're off topic again. <laughs> and we're not editing. <laughs> we are still going to get the hate mail. Keep going. I am. Um, so anyway, the only thing I was saying is that this church thing—it was—it was so expected that it was unexpected, and so I guess mm-hmm. they did a good job. But mm-hmm. I was—I was hoping for something like for the army, a bowling alley, or I mean, the, the come bowling on, bowling alley, <laughs> uh, or some, or the um, you know another raft, something to get. Off I think the it was but. absolutely obvious that it couldn't be anything other than a church. Yeah, you and you stuck by that the whole time. I okay. will give you credit for that. All right, and let's see here. Uh, the freaky smile, the Henry Gale. That you know, I saw that on the Pre- on the preview? on the previews, and then as soon as you called it, Locke was standing at the door, yelling and screaming. Did you push the button? Did you push the button? And you know what he did? He's pushed Locke's buttons. He did push Locke's buttons. That is what he's done, and he's got Locke all. Um, Messed up inside and doubting they, himself, and they even wrote mm. that into the script out of context, which I think was beautiful, because mm-hmm. because what happens is he's like, "You gotta tell me, did you push the button?" <laughs> <laughs> and he just looks at that, just that evil that grin. Eve- oh, it was a beautiful With face. His face all yellow from the yeah. healing bruises. It was just even more freaky. It was awesome. Man needs a tan. And, and so he's like. I'm totally pushing his buttons. And 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 then Locke says I'm done with the hatch. And then but he came back. But he does come back uh because his faith faith is renewed because through talking to Rose. Through talking to Rose who says who happened to know now we know yes. that she knows that he was and in the wheelchair so and couldn't walk and she says something like you know, um, you know that they were talking. Uh, Jack said it'd probably take four weeks, and Rose says, "I think you and I both Just know no, it, it won't, won't take, take four that. weeks." Which you didn't catch right away. You had to listen to a couple times. I did. Well, the thing is, to I know was, what they were talking about. Yeah. I, well, I had. He kind of lost the conversation there in the middle. Yeah, it was like some relationship crap happening, <laughs> and then, and then it, it's like I just realized they said something interesting. Go back, <laughs> <laughs> and so we did. That's why you should listen all the time. Uh, I should. What'd you say? <laughs> What's next? I don't know. Um, it, this is totally unscripted, so we're just going anywhere. Well, I know you got a little list over there. I do. Ha- I have some notes, but we already talked about the damaged goods. Uh, the gunshot. Alt. Whatever. Hello. <laughs> That's because Jack didn't really shoot that gun. Well, I don't care. They that said, was just stupid. You point your little gunny at the tree and... We'll cut it with a rope, and then we'll edit in this good shot sound later. I don't. I I know how they did it. <laughs> it was ridiculous to put it in the show. I like when Kate says, well, "I don't want to shoot you." Yeah. <laughs> she's trying to get it. Now there's there's only two people. And there's they, only two people who could have made that shot 
Do you know who it, who it is? Locke and Walt. Those are the only two that could have made the shot. And it's because of their tie to the force of the island. You know, the whole mm-hmm. knife, and I yep. totally see it happening. That That's the only way they could have wrote that in. And and it, maybe, now they could have maybe Jack is getting his own little mojo with oh, the island. Okay, I and I would so go there with you, but they needed to play that off in the episode. They needed to they needed to have her miss. They needed to have him miss a couple times, and it had to be the last I the last bullet down uh, to the last bullet. And he well, had no, to close. They hold still on. needed thirteen bullets so they could I kill know. each other. Yeah, I know. But and then they needed to. Um, they needed to be down to the last bullet, and then he has to just say, I just have faith in the island, and then shoot it, and they get down. We should all be very thankful that Cliff doesn't write for Lost. <laughs> all right, so the gunshot totally... Because every I, scene would be absolutely dramatic. <laughs> it would be so dramatic, and I would play that really cool music in the background. Insert music here. They're so going to know I'm putting this music in in the background after the effect. Or after the fact. I should edit this. No, I'm not. 31 minutes, 57 seconds. Let's go. Uh, Locke, I'm done with the hatch. We already did that, didn't we? Mm-hmm. Okay. Uh, Rose and Locke, four weeks, healed by the... Oh, and Rose had cancer? Yeah. And uh, she's definitely she healed. She had been in remission, and it had come back. It had come back. The, uh, was it not an excellent? I, I will give them this, I, you know, and I know I, the relationship stuff's kind of boring for me when I'm really looking for some island stuff. But they did such an excellent job in the relationship of the proposal to Rose. I, I, Bernard did an excellent job mm-hmm. in proposing. The, the I totally did not expect the I'm dying, and I and I did expect. Bernard to say I'll marry you anyway and there was kind of like this clue as to the fact that this is a flashback and we know that they're married (laughs) (laughs) but even though I knew that they did such an excellent job keeping you on the edge did did he decide to marry her here or did he like flip out and then ask again later right it it was that was done very well. Yeah. Unlike the gunshots. Well, I think that um, I think that what I got out of that was that as as when when the story first started and you find out that they are um, just meeting at that at that stage in life. Mm-hmm. I guess I guess when I saw in season one, um, well, even in this season, seeing Rose and Bernard at the age that they are, I expected that they had been married for a long period of time. I did, too. That was just an an assumption that I took on. Yeah. But, um, and then watching the, the clips tonight of the of the flashbacks watching the flashbacks and finding out that they didn't meet until later in life and then he's saying, and then my first assumption was that these were second marriages, you know, a second time around, but um, saying that he had been single for 56 years and had waited for a woman like her. Just. That was good. That was good. It, it was, was good, good, mushy stuff. I really enjoyed it. The official it. Lost podcast said that this would be a tearjerker. I, I didn't quite cry, I didn't but quite I, have the I tears, enjoyed it. But, but it was written well. Absolutely. It was written well. I will give them that. Except for the gunshot. 
And I I even think that I don't know where you're. Did I mention that I didn't care for the gunshots? You thing? have a couple times. Okay, go ahead. But um, <laughs> I moved back a little and, and lost my train of thought. You shouldn't have moved back. Otherwise, you would have been able to say what you were about to say. No, it was you interrupting me about the gunshot. Oh, did I mention that I didn't like the gunshot? <laughs> no, I think that Rose See, was I right. You. you did. I think that Rose was right in lying to him in Australia. I don't think it's ever right for a husband to lie to his wife. She was dying anyway. He was never going to know. Or a wife to her husband. Yeah, but um, you shouldn't keep secrets like that. But you have to understand why she did. No, I do. But she, I still don't agree with the lying. Be quiet. She only had... <laughs> Did you just tell me to be quiet? Did you just shush me? <laughs> yes, I did. Okay. She only had so much time left. I feel so respected right now. And you are a lot like <laughs> Bernard's character in always needing to fix something. I am. You Th- know, that's like a man when thing. I have, when I have, it absolutely it is. But when I have a, a personal thing that I just want to talk to you about, I need to tell you, I just need to get this off my chest and tell you this is not a problem that I need you to fix. Yes. But there. When I have a problem I need you to fix, I'll start my story with, this is the problem that I need you to fix. Right. And you fix it. Or yeah. attempt to. Or I really and- screw things up. <laughs> <laughs> and you wish you would have never said anything. Absolutely. Um, but I think that Rose wanted to enjoy her time left with her husband. But had she told him that this Dr. Cuckoo couldn't fix her. Dr. Cuckoo. I thought that that's was, what she uh, called him. Did she? Yeah, I totally missed that. <laughs> this kook is okay. Um, Cuckoo for cuckoo bus. <laughs> <laughs> um, it's getting late. Had she told him that the doctor couldn't fix her, he would have kept trying to fix this problem until she died. And Do you they think so? I, absolutely. I, I don't think, think so. so. No, I. I It's in his his blood. No, I'm going to disagree with you here. And and at this point, I'm not going to agree to disagree yet. I'm just going to disagree and try to win you over to my side on this one. I believe that you're cutting... I love that you still try to win me over to your side. I am. Because we've been married long enough now that I stand firm in my own side. Okay, but look, can I just tell you this and then see if you what you think? Just your side is the dark side. It's not the dark side. Walk into the light, Carol Ann. Go ahead. <laughs> oh my gosh, this is crazy. Anyway, where was I going with this? Yeah. Now, see, I, I think you're totally cutting Bernard short, okay? Listen, Bernard, whether it be selfish or not, and I think that was a comment, you know, is that because he loves her or is it because he's just being selfish and doesn't want to lose her is, or is it both? And I believe it was, I, I would honestly admit to you that that was selfish, but yet at the same time it was love. And, and I can see totally where he would get caught up in that. You and got that from me. I know. I just said that you I said know. that. I know. I'm totally giving you credit here. Thank you. You were trying to distract me from making my I point. Am. Because <laughs> you know I am about to give you a convincing argument as to why he would have dropped it. Are you ready for me to finish? Now? Go ahead. Okay. So anyway, he totally was being selfish. And at the same time, he was so in love with her that he'd be willing to even make up this place in Australia that they need to go and not tell her a thing about it until they got there. Because she knew, he knew her enough to know that she would not be up, he, she would just not be down with this. 
but she he but he wanted nothing more than to spend the rest of his life with his wife okay and if it meant even paying ten thousand dollars to donate to this organization so that he could just have ten minutes so that Rose could have ten minutes with this guy, then he would be willing to do that it it, it would I will tell you that it would have been as if he didn't love her if he didn't try something he believed might work. I hold on, don't wait, and then I'll let you rebuttal me again. And just do me a favor and don't do that whole banging thing because I don't. I'm too far away the, from the table tonight. Oh, okay, <laughs> you guys can hear the banging on the uh, uh, forum if you want to hear last week's edited uh, argument that we had. Uh, and and just sign up, register as a user, and and, and uh, leave me a message, and I'll point you in the right direction to that. It was a wonderful outtake, and so. Um, Anyway, so I believe that it, he would have not, he would have felt as if he betrayed her if he didn't at least try so that they could live more of their life together as, as husband and wife if he didn't do at least this because he believed it would work and therefore it, to him it was like, I'm going to try this. There's nothing that's going to stop me. And then if that doctor would have come out this is my own belief. If that doctor would have come out and say, listen, there's there's this magnetic geological energy that's here and I'm able to channel that and and it doesn't work on everyone. In fact, you see what I think may have been his daughter. I've been able to look around my place here. Bernard, you have to see. These are the walkers. These are the crutches. These are the wheelchairs that people left behind because they were completely healed and no longer needed them. And if I could heal everyone, you look out the window there. That's my daughter. If I could heal everyone, I would have healed her. I cannot heal your wife, Rose. I believe at that moment, Bernard would have dropped it and set and been at peace. You should have never started it. I disagree. <laughs> That's fine. You can disagree, but let me tell you why. Okay, but... I believe that. You're okay, done. Go ahead. <laughs> Rebuttal me. I'll, I will I'll even mute myself. Watch. There you go. Go ahead. Okay. In the restaurant, when he proposed, which was beautiful. We've already stated that. She said, I'm sick. I'm dying. And they talked about that for a moment. And he said, but you didn't answer my question. She says, are you sure? He says, yes. I'm assuming they went and they got married. Had traditional wedding vows in sickness and in health, for better or for worse, for as long as we both shall live. He knew she was dying. And he stood before God and a minister and everyone and swore to love her for as long as they both shall live. Don't unmute yourself because you're not allowed yet. (laughs) I see your fingers. He knew what he was getting into ahead of time. And I think he betrayed her in the very beginning by taking her to the outback. I'm done. Can I unmute myself? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> okay. I agree. You don't get the chance to re-rebuttal me. I don't. Why not? <laughs> I agree that... Because you always have to say the last word. Just <laughs> All right. We'll drop it. We'll let people make their own mind. They know how you feel. Okay. Yeah. At this point now, since I didn't convince you... You didn't convince me. I'm I sorry. will agree to disagree with you. Wow. That's two disagreements that we have tonight. 
Hmm. Okay. So moving right along. Do you have anything else? I mean, we got Vincent's back. Did we already say that? We did. We did say Vincent's Sawyer back. Sawyer even fed Vincent. Yeah. And he's like, he didn't even seem to like care that Vincent's yeah, back. Yeah, you know, It's kind of like, we don't care where this food came from. It's like, dude, you guys are just hanging out on the island. Things <laughs> just happen. Polar bears just run around. Walt just appears dripping wet and speaks backwards. No big deal. But they don't all know that. I do have something else I want to talk about. They don't all know that. Go ahead. I I am just going crazy here. Do these people talk to each other about what's going on or do they not? I mean, do we have people... you forget the Ten Commandments? I, the Ten Commandments are so messed up and people probably don't <laughs> even know what we're talking about. Right. The whole... the t- Let me explain it to those of our listeners who are... Are relatively new to this lost um that we have going on here. Um, the fuselage dot com is a, is a big forum and not as quite as family friendly and fun as uh, the the generally speaking lost forum found at ravenscraft.org forward slash lost forum. Um, but anyway, the fuselage had this thing where somebody came up with the Ten Commandments of Lost, and it's like, "Thou shall not share information with others. Thou shall not." do this and and so basically it was making a fun of the fact that nobody ever talks about anything with each other about what's going on on the island however they've totally blown that out of the water so i'm not even going to give any credence to the 10 commandments of okay. the island anymore Go ahead. but here we have charlie says uh Locke said that there was this thing happened there was the the lockdown in the hatch and that happened last night and perhaps maybe this is Connected to that, what do you think? I mean, Charlie is in on the thing about what's going on in the hatch. I mean, people know all kinds of things. Charlie's in the club. I know. But Jack's in the club, too. I mean, how many clubs are there? I mean, do the... And and why don't people who are in more than one... Yes, but why aren't people... There's more than one club and there's more than one click. I know, but like usually when there's more than one club, you can't have one person be a part of four clubs. Yes, you can. What high school do you go to? I the same one as you, babe. <laughs> Hello. So anyway, you got you got all these other people obviously saying, "Oh, well, yeah, we know about that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we know about that." And here, Jack is just hearing about the medical hatch for the first time. It's because Kate was kicked out of the club. Yeah, but what about Claire? Claire's not in the club. Okay, what... Uh, Rousseau. Danielle's not in the club. But, uh, hold on. They did come back. They uh, Libby. Libby. Is so not in the club. Well, she was... You're right. Libby's with she Hurley. She hangs out with Hurley. He's and not... And Hurley... What, how did Hurley put it? He's not in the loop. Uh, yeah, Hurley's not in the... All right. I, I guess there's reason for as Jack soon as, to not hear as about soon it. soon as Kate was accepted back into the club... I know what it is. She told Jack about Everybody the knows hatch. that Jack and Locke are hiding something down in the hatch, and since they ain't sharing no information, they ain't going to share information with them. And I know ain't ain't a word, even though it is now in a dictionary. <laughs> My gosh, I sound like a kid. He's so going to edit this. I am so not going to edit this. I, I think that we're just going to let it roll. Cliff and his perfectionism will definitely edit this before... I'm, it the, is post. <laughs> the only thing I'm going to edit is I'm going to add in that little clip where we acted like okay. we put the clip in and listened to it. Okay. Uh, and possibly... Well, they some... don't want to hear us talk about editing. That's... Are we off topic again? Again. Yeah. Again. And this so, is why we edit our show. This is, hey, 
I'm going to tell you what. I'm going to put a listening pool, listener pool out there. I'm going to ask them if uh, they... First of all, I'm going to ask them if they like this whole idea of mm-hmm. us chatting immediately afterwards right. and unscripted. Uh, but I'm going to ask them, would they prefer that I edit it and cut out the little chitter-chatter or leave it unedited like this and let it flow. Okay. Anyway, uh, we're at 46 minutes, so we should wrap up because mm-hmm. I'm going to, uh, we're going to come back Friday right. evening. Yeah. And we're going to so. uh, do some listener feedback and we're going to play. Probably watch the episode again. We'll probably watch the episode again. We're going to do some research on online, see what people found as far as Easter eggs and hidden clues and stuff like that. Easter eggs. It's Easter weekend. Hey, it is. <laughs> So anyway, we're and, and we'll come back, and so we want to be able to have a little bit of time to do those things and to edit in Rem with his Lost in the News and the other audio segments that we have coming up. So uh, Locke is basically, the, t- just two last things, Locke is reconstructing the map with the question mark in the middle mm-hmm. and uh, insert Isn't song. that going to be in the next new episode? I believe so. One of the episodes okay. is going to be called Question Mark. Right. And so, obviously, uh, that is going to be critical in the future. And then um, Michael's back. I so called back. Yes, you did. As soon as they saw some rustling in the jungle. As soon as they heard rustling in the jungle. Well, that's what I meant. Heard, saw. It was all at the same time. I think I was about ready to say, as soon as you heard, um, or as soon as you saw the torch. Right. But but it, it was as soon as I heard the rustling, I'm like... Michael's that's Michael. That, right. That's not the others. It's not Zeke. It, it, it is it is Michael. And Michael looks physically exhausted, and he's back. So, And we, oh, and yes. we had the rain. We had the rain. We had the rain, which means something bad might happen. Uh, which, As a, no, we had someone, the rain without something bad happening. Just because something bad didn't happen tonight I, doesn't mean something bad won't happen. No. What I was... Th- I think the whole rain equals bad event on the island thing is gone. Okay. Do you have something else to say before I shut this thing off? It's only five more episodes left till season finale. I know. And we're well, okay, so we have a couple hiatus weeks coming but up. Next week is alias. You know what I think we should do? And I'll do another listener poll on this. Uh, in the hiatus, while we have some alias coming on, I'm going to do another listener poll on the forum, and it's going to be: Would you like us to, in the interim, do an alias? podcast our initial reactions after the episode of alias and put it in here in the weekly lost edition feed i would love that so uh i'll put that down. i vote yes <laughs> well you'll have your opportunity to vote and we'll go with the majority on it right so uh we are democratic in some areas in our forum so anyway that's all we have for the at first glance and so uh we're eager to see what everybody else out there on our forum has to say about the episode and after we had an opportunity to ingest more of this episode we'll come back and wrap up this podcast i'll stitch it all together and uh have it to you guys by sunday afternoon Lost in the News. Greetings and salutations. It's Rem here with another edition of Lost in the News. Next month, ABC plans to start offering free internet viewing of some of its more popular shows, including Lost. The day after the program airs on TV... 
You'll be able to go to the ABC website and watch the previous night's episode on your computer. You can pause, move between chapters, but not download it, and there will be embedded commercials that you cannot skip through. Now, this is really a test balloon to see if people are willing to watch TV on their computer, and I suspect that this is only a taste of things to come. The Lost Castaways have been signed on for a third season, and now so have the producers. Damon Lindelof, who created the series with J.J. Abrams and Carlton Cuse, have signed seven-figure deals for the upcoming 2006-2007 season. The Make-A-Wish Foundation recently made the wish of 14-year-old David Rodwell come true when he visited the set of Lost in Oahu, Hawaii. David is from Sydney, Australia, and has a rare life-threatening blood disorder and needed a bone marrow transplant. And when asked by the foundation what his one wish would be, after serious thought, he chose to meet the cast and crew of Lost, instead of going to the set of, say, 24, or even meeting the President of the United States. David spent the whole day on the set with the cast and crew and watched filming for the March 29th episode, Lockdown. And David also met Matthew Fox, Evangeline Lilly, Michelle Rodriguez, Dominic Monaghan, and Naveen Andrews. And while we're in the realm of good deeds, some lost cast members have teamed up with the Hawaii State Representative John Riki Karamatsu and the Women's Legislative Caucus to collect donations for the Kapiolani Medical Center's Sex Abuse Treatment Center. Brittany and Harold Perrineau and Daniel Day Kim helped collect clothing, books, stuffed animals, and coffee mugs for victims of sex abuse. Plus, the cast signed an autographed script from the episode The 23rd Psalm, and it's being auctioned off by Representative Karamatsu for the benefit of the Hawaii Food Bank. You know, it's really great to see the cast getting involved with local community support. And finally, do you want to know what it's like to input the numbers every 108 minutes? Feeling a little bored at work? Or both? Well, simply download the Dharma Initiative Countdown Clock for Windows at www.lost-tv.com and try it for yourself. This program simulates the clock of the Swan Station. Every 108 minutes, the user, a.k.a. you, has to input the correct restart code. Get it right, and the world is safe for another 108 minutes. Fail to input the code and, well, your IT department will show up and confiscate your computer. That is Lost in the News for this week. My name is Rem, and we now return you to Cliff and Stephanie in the Generally Speaking Studios. Well, thank you very much, Rem, for that Lost in the News update. Uh, one of the things that I have been getting a lot of uh, feedback on is last week, Rem had uh, shared in his news story that there was uh, some story going around saying that Lost was going to be moving from Hawaii to Los Angeles to save money. Now, what people are saying to me is that that may have actually been a part of an April Fool's joke. So we're not quite certain on that, and if any of our listeners out there have any more insight into whether or not uh, Lost will be moving its location uh, to the West Coast, uh, please let us know. Uh, wait, one second, I think we got something coming in here. I interrupt this podcast to bring you a very important news update. This is Dr. Bruder with Lost in the News, the Island Report. Just what was Bernard writing in stone on the beach? 
Apparently, the SNO letters that were started were the first part of an advertisement for yogurt. Neil Froger contacted Bernard about advertising his new island mango flavor of frozen yogurt. Bernard was attempting to write, Some great yogurt sold here with the rocks on the beach. In other news, CBS executives admit to stealing the idea for a challenge from Lost. In a plan that backfired, CBS scored its lowest ratings of the season this past week with the immunity challenge based on Lost. The challenge consisted of carrying rocks from the jungle to the beach in order to spell giant 30-foot letters. Fans did not seem eager to watch this riveting television, and Survivor ratings plummeted to only twice the viewership of Lost. I'll be back next week. This has been Dr. Bruder reporting. We now return you to your regularly scheduled episode of Generally Speaking. All right. Well, that was uh, Dr. Bruder there, and uh, he is our tabloid lost in the news reporter. And uh, thank you very much for that quick update, I think. Um, Don't know anything about Survivor. Never watched a single episode before in my life, and I can't imagine how they could ever have twice the viewership of Lost ever. But then again, I'm pretty much single-minded and have uh, very few interests, and um, I'm just lucky to have Lost as one of them. Anyway, where was I? Oh, yeah, I was about to say that uh, we're trying out this whole new uh, podcasting scheduling thing, and we immediately came down here Wednesday night, as you've already heard in this episode. The intention, however, was to come back and re-record some new stuff, or not re-record, but to record some new stuff uh, regarding what we found on the show after a second viewing and stuff like that. But with our schedules being how it is, uh, we tried to do the listener feedback uh, during the daytime, and it was hilarious. Uh, Well, some of us won't find it hilarious because I've already gotten one comment from somebody quite some time ago that they did not like when I had McKenna sitting on uh, Stephanie's lap and she kind of gooed and gawed and said, Daddy, and stuff like that. He just wasn't happy about it. But anyway, I'm going to put off the listener feedback for just a moment and instead I want to bring to you right now uh, Eric's Crazy Theory of the Week, and he did it in a unique way, and I kind of like this and got some help from him, and so it starts off, I think cre- actually what um, Eric did is actually left a v- voicemail or a message on Rem's answering machine with his Crazy Theory of the Week, only, was it Eric, or was it somebody else? Oh, who knows? Here's what I'm talking about. Hey, it's Rem. Like, he was like the Kaiser Soze guy. 
Oh, and I thought that the the Libby lady man, what if she was, like, imaginary, too? Oh, wait, no. Because uh, she was interacting with, like, all the Tailies peoples and stuff when Hurley dude wasn't even around. And what up with Jack and Kate seem to be getting closer again. But Jack's no Sawyer, and neither of them compare to Rem. And what's up with the smoke monster, man? It only shows up with, like, you know... And they don't show it to us, and, like, the producers, how do they expect us to be, like, scared about the island and stuff? They don't show us too much stuff, because they don't show us that much on the island and stuff, man. Well, I, I, had, a, I had a theory about, see, like, how the plane crashed. I think, I think that, like, Walt, he was really just, like, still mad at his, like, real dad, because his real dad's, like, Michael and stuff. And, uh, he didn't want to go with Michael, because we saw, like, flashbacks about that. And, uh, he, um, he was just so mad and, like, super psychic and stuff that he was, like, he was, like, man, I don't want this plane going anywhere. So he, like, totally, like, was being, like, mentally and psychically, like, tracked by the others and stuff. And they, like, pushed a button that set off his, like, psycho powers. And he totally, like, was the one that caused the plane to crash I think we'll find that out in an episode or two. I, I just wanted to say that, like, I'm glad you're not in the hatch anymore, because that was kind of weird, and I didn't, like, appreciate people calling you, like, a hatch monkey, because you don't look like a monkey, even though I've never seen, like, a picture of you. I assume that you're not like a monkey, because your voice is so cool. I Anyway, I, I just wanted to drop you a line and let you know that, like, I appreciate all the work you do on the podcast, and, uh... To keep it up and um, Skype me. Bye. Okay, so I think what's going on here is that was actually on Rem's answering machine at his house, and Eric's niece, Tiffany, has the hots for him because of his voice. Yeah, that's it. Hey, anyway, this next audio segment is somebody that's going to be a brand new contributor to our show. Uh, you've heard me mention the Scribe Music Show uh, from Trevor Carpenter uh, several times, and well, Trevor has actually uh, been a Lost fan for uh, for as long as Lost has been around, I suppose. And anyway, he's he's been a fan of our fo- uh, our podcast, our podcast, and uh, Trevor and I listen to each other's podcast pretty consistently, and we have plugged each other's shows. And I'm certainly thankful for that. And now uh, Trevor said that uh, he'd be interested in doing something uh, to help put together weekly to give us a little bit more content. And uh, he has something awesome to share. And so it's called the Lost Insider, I believe is what he's calling this segment. And uh, he and his wife, I think, were working on this together. And what we are going to have is a bio of one of the characters on the island. And I asked him if he wouldn't mind starting off with my favorite, who is John Locke. And so here's what Trevor had to say. Now it's time for the Losty Insider with your host, Trevor. No, not the one from Canada, but the one from sunny Southern California. Do you want to know a secret? The secret is that Terry O'Quinn is today's cover story. Terry plays John Locke on our favorite television show, ABC's Lost. Locke is, of course, our island guru slash wise man slash mountain man slash hunter and, well, of course, Cliff wanted me to bio him first. 
Some interesting trivia about Terry is that he is the only Lost star not to have auditioned for the television show. He had a role in J.J. Abrams' other hit, Alias, and Abrams saw Terry playing Locke before the creation of the show was even complete. When he was born, he was born Terrence Quinn, and he changed his name to O'Quinn because in the 70s there was already an actor named Terry Quinn. Terry was once a bodyguard, and he started losing his hair in his early 20s, and he's appeared bald in nearly every role in his career. Another unique piece of information about Terry is that he plays the guitar and can sing quite well. Terry was born on July 15, 1952, in Newberry, Michigan. He also graduated from Central Michigan University. Terry's wife's name is Lori, and they've been married for over 25 years. Not too normal for Hollywood. Way to go, Terry. Terry also has two sons, Oliver and Hunter, and they're both in their 20s. In Terry's career, he has had multiple roles, mostly starting since the 1980s. Terry's first breakout role was in the 1987 drama The Stepfather. Prior to that, he had several small parts in a variety of movies and television shows. Shows like Space Camp, Miami Vice, The Twilight Zone, Remington Steel, those are just a few. But some of Terry's most recognizable roles were in the movie Young Guns as Alex McSween. He was also in The Rocketeer. He's appeared numerous times on the television hit Jag, first as a Captain Thomas Boone and then later as Admiral Thomas Boone. Way to go, Terry. Interestingly, he was in that unique show we've all discussed several times, Earth 2. He's also been in the West Wing as General Nicholas Alexander. And of course, as I mentioned before, he's been in the hit television show Alias, which comes to an end here pretty soon, as FBI Assistant Director Kendall. And the role I can remember him the most from is as the Mayor John Clume in the huge blockbuster hit Tombstone. Those cowboys have been telling everybody in town they're going to clean you out. They're back there in that lot behind the OK Corral. Some interesting notes about Terry is that he's played several famous people like Howard Hughes and James Roosevelt. That's FDR's son in a TV movie that actually won an Emmy. Terry also seems to get a lot of high-ranking military roles. Interesting. Well, that brings us to a close of our very brief bio for Terry O'Quinn, who plays John Locke on our favorite television show, Lost. Don't tell me what I can't do. Thank you very much, Trevor. Uh, in fact, not only is it interesting uh, that he's had high-ranking military roles, but it's interesting that you chose to close your clip uh, or your segment with the don't tell me what I can or cannot do, uh, because that reminds me of a role that Terry O'Quinn played that you happen to not mention. And I don't know if many of you remember uh, a 1992 chick flick called The Cutting Edge. And the, Terry O'Quinn played the father of a very obnoxious young lady who was trying to win the Olympic gold medal. And it just so happened that his daughter's name was Kate. And here is a line that I recall hearing when I watched this movie for the first time. It's not the right time. No, no, wait a minute. This is good stuff. I can do this. So what are you saying? I can't? Hey, if the shoe fits. Hey, listen. I have been competing for 13 years, and nobody tells me what I can or cannot do. Wow. That's some good thunder out there, isn't it? Anyway, does that sound clip sound familiar or what? I mean, exactly word for word of how it's been used and lost on more than one occasion. Just amazing stuff. Anyway... Um, there's a little bit of a thunderstorm. Okay, so 
we're currently under a severe thunderstorm warning or whatever. Maybe a tornado might roll through here in a, about 15, 20 minutes. We're not sure. But anyway, it's not going to stop our production of this podcast. Nothing will stop this podcast. Anyway, um, here's just a little bit of a sample of Terry O'Quinn playing the role of father. And uh, I'll just cut this down to about a minute. Delivery. You didn't get it done. What do you want? A pat on the back? When did I become the designated idiot around here? You want to know what happened? Ask the Ice Queen. Yeah, that'd be about enough of that. Oh, let me know when you're done laying down the law, Jack, because then maybe you can tell me why I spent five weeks on a move she was never going to do. I was out of line. I needed the gold medal. So we forget the move. We can win without the move. No, no, it's impossible. We are Where the hell were you when all this was going on? Where was I? I was babysitting this bloody mess. Clear, folks. For Losing Grizzly does nothing for me. Maybe you should think about that in the future next oh, is time. Oh, that what you told Brian in Calgary? Well, there you have it. That is the uh, clip from Terry O'Quinn playing the father. Uh, I didn't even realize it until I just played it back. But uh, did you notice that he actually said he called him Jack? Uh, Anyway, that's enough of that. But just interesting stuff is out there. And Trevor, I am so excited about your new uh, Losties Insider report that you're going to be bringing to tell us a little bit more about the history of the the actors who play these characters and uh if you guys um get a chance sometime go over and try uh out the scribe music show and i think it's uh scribe music show.com and uh he's got an excellent podcast uh for the best and pod safe christian music okay next up we have our listener feedback and this week i just want to give you a little bit of warning ahead of time as i mentioned earlier uh stephanie and i attempted to do something we probably will not attempt to do again and that is record a segment of our show where our children are awake and uh i'm going to let you know ahead of time i don't want the hate mail to come because i'm giving you fair warning here that the next uh segment is our listener feedback segment and it's a little crazy in the background with our children. So um, I, I apologize in advance, but if you're interested in hanging out and hear our li- listener feedback, I in- invite you to stay and get a little bit of an inside picture of what this studio here sounds like during the daytime. In fact, you'll realize uh, after listening to this why I'm actually here by myself tonight uh, finishing up the podcast rather than Stephanie and I uh, coming back um, later and finishing it up like we had intended. Uh, so with all that said, here's a very crazy beginning of the listener feedback segment. Javail! is here! Woo! Okay, it's time for the listener feedback, and I uh, just want to explain some of the background noises going on. Um, Cliff and I are trying something new. We are recording in the middle of the day, yes, rather we are. than the middle of the night, and so we have some children awake. But we are going to try um, recording the listener feedback a couple days later, allows some more to come in, mm-hmm. and so uh, let's go ahead and play our first phone call, and I'll mute us while we play. Hey guys, this is Becky from Minnesota. I just wanted to comment um, that I really liked tonight's episode, and I guess that means I'm a shipper, but uh, in any case, I did enjoy it very much, and I was uh, glad to learn a little bit more about Rosen Bernard. 
That being said, um, I'd like to comment a little on the previews, if I could, for next week. Michael is back, is what it looks like. And uh, I'm a little already suspicious. Yes, I know. Every time we lose somebody to the others, we immediately become suspicious. But here's what I'm thinking might be coming down the line. Michael comes back looking very beat up, and suddenly he says, they're not so armed, we can take them. He's trying to convince people. I think he's trying to get Walt back. I think he's going to lead everybody into a trap, and I definitely think Jack is going to follow it. So um, that's just my take, maybe on a, uh, on what's coming up in Lost. I'm uh, glad that you guys do the podcast. Thanks for dedicating such a large part of your lives to um, our entertainment, and and uh, we I really appreciate the work you do. Thanks. Thank you very much, Becky, for that feedback. And uh, what do you think about her uh, theory that that Michael's coming back to lead him to a trap? Meaning that he's knowingly leading them to a trap? Yes, I mean, like, he's gone into the or, camp of the others. Right. He's found out about them. He was aggressive with them at first. And then, pretty much, as he got to know them, he started to understand that they're not really all that bad people. And they've brainwashed him to right, his right. side. What do you think? I don't know. I don't want to think that Michael has gone to the other side, but... Um, <laughs> but at the same time, I kind of think that it's a good possibility. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, um, anyway, one of the things that I've heard some people saying online is maybe it's not the same Michael. Ah. Oh. I don't know if they mean that maybe a clone, but perhaps maybe Michael has a twin. And because there's this whole juxtaposial eugenics thing... That was the part of the Hanzo Foundation. I keep comparing this. I've compared it several times to Alias. I know that. Uh-huh. And I don't know if I... I don't know why I do it. Anyway. But if you remember a couple seasons back on Alias, they turned um, Sydney's roommate... Um, Francie. Francie. Um, they turned this other woman into someone who looked like her. And then, you know, they ultimately had killed Francie and put this other woman in her place to kind of try to take out Sydney. Right. So maybe it's something like Something that. like that. The only thing I can we think We know of, they're into experiments. Yes. And yeah. and if, if they experimented with twins and stuff like that, I would be so more willing to think, rather than the whole alias thing where they did that when they're adults and kind of use this machine to... To, right. to do all that stuff and, and through surgery. I'm, I'd am i be more willing, if I'm going to accept that Michael might be, that the person we saw isn't really the Michael, right. that instead he is a twin where perhaps he, Michael was a part of this Dharma experience, experiment from a, as a, being a child, mm-hmm. and perhaps Michael has a twin brother, and this is Michael's twin bro- brother. So... Mm. I don't know. It, it's interesting to think about. It is. It is. We'll see. Okay. Well, Becky, th- thank you again thank for you. your call. And let's uh, go ahead and, Steph, you want to go ahead and hit play on the next one here. Hey, Cliff. This is Sherida calling from Southern California. Um, I don't know if anyone else has had this problem, but when I downloaded your podcast this week, it just did it automatically through iTunes. And for some reason, it I it downloaded the Good Beer podcast instead of yours. Um, it has your title and like show notes and everything on there, and but for some reason the sound is the Good Beer Show. And first I thought maybe it was just a promo, which I thought would be kind of odd, but um, 
it kept going up to six minutes into it. And I kind of fast-forwarded through. So just so I let you know, I don't know if it's a one-time glitch for me or if it's happening everywhere. Um, hope everything's well. I did read that you've had a tough week. Um, I'm praying for you guys. Take care. Bye. Sheridan, thank you so much. Um, well, no, just so everybody knows, in case you had the same kind of technical <laughs> difficulties as Sherida, we do not have a new sponsor uh, with a six-minute beer commercial, so <laughs> I have no idea what happened there. Uh, Sherida, that was totally a uh, technical glitch. You're the only person that responded with that, so I'd like to hear from more of you out there. If you've had any kind of uh, technical deal- difficulty, if you've got any beer or wine or uh, tobacco podcasts uh, when, when you were trying to download ours, please let us know. Uh, otherwise, um, I do know that Sherida came back later and, and either left another message or an email saying that she did finally get our podcast. Right. So thank you very much for letting us know. And, and if anybody else has experienced problems, let us know. Thank you. Hey, Cliff and Stephanie. This is Sherida calling from Southern California. I was just listening to your most recent podcast after I got it, um, the right one. Um, off of iTunes, and um, just a couple things I wanted to mention. Um, first off, I, I, from what I've heard, I've only listened to half of the podcast. It really doesn't sound that bad, so um, I hope that you don't feel like it's really your worst podcast. Um, I'm going to go ahead and pause it right there. Uh, last episode was definitely the worst. Uh, perhaps, we were just out of it. Maybe, you know, maybe people aren't thinking it is... Every person is more critical of themselves. Yes. So we are going to be, we are being harder on ourselves than maybe. Than you would. Than the listeners, you know, would. But um, to us, it was the worst ever. It, it was. It, and I, perhaps maybe the perspective was that it was the worst for us because we did yeah. not enjoy the recording because we were so tired and. And we were actually frustrated at one point. It's like, are we still doing this at <laughs> one o'clock in the morning? But no, the the reason why I would say that it and was, and that's that's not anyone else's fault but our own because oh, we yes. were so we were absolutely so out of it that we couldn't even put the mental capacity forth that it took. We should have just went to bed. Mom, but... Michaela needs you. <laughs> Thank you, son. <laughs> um. Yeah, we just didn't even have the mental capacity to put forth to do it. We should have given up and went to bed and, and came back and tried it, you know, sometime Friday, but but we didn't. We kept on going and... Yes, we did. We we are crazy like that. But anyway, <laughs> we're going to go get McKenna while Sherida finishes her comment. Um, all the, I mean, all the others are great, but I thought this was great, too. I, and I really do like it when you're kind of just ad-libbing or, you know, it's not all scripted out. Um, just my two cents on that. Um, another thing, though, is, you know, I'm sure everyone would have understood if you weren't able to do a podcast this week. But um, that was your choice, so I'm glad you did. But um, I know I would have understood if you would have said that, you know, there were personal things and you didn't want to do it. So that being said, um, I do offer my condolences for Stephanie's grandmother. Um, I lost my grandmother about five years ago, and it's, a very hard experience, especially when to watch her go downhill like that. So I'm praying for you guys and um, keep up the keep your heads up. And <laughs> the Lord's there for you. The Lord's there with you. Um, just a comment on Dave. I actually was completely stumped. I did not know he was an imaginary friend until they showed the picture. And um, I don't know if I'm just um, gullible like that or if 
they did a good job on my part, but um, I know you guys were saying you thought it was really obvious, but for me, I totally was not expecting it at all. So um, just wanted to say that, and I look forward to your next podcast on uh, Sunday afternoon or Sunday evening. Um, have a great week. Bye. Thank you very much there, Sherida. And uh, Dave, yes. Um, some I guess some people were stumped. Maybe it's because I'm so into the spoilers that I heard some people... Uh, uh, you knew going in. I knew going in that people were talking about that there might be an imaginary person and Dave might be imaginary. And so knowing, knowing that going in made it more obvious immediately right, up because you were looking for it. I was kind of looking for it. So I guess it's kind of unfair. I, I'm glad that... I guess that shows the, re- the, the reason why some people don't like spoilers. They, they don't like to be... Yeah. To lose some of those things. So, all right. Well, thanks for calling us in and... Uh, I'm on the fence there. Are you? Yeah, I don't know if I like spoilers or not. Oh, I love them. Yeah. I love them. I like them, but then when I watch the show, I'm like, oh, I wish I wouldn't have known that ahead of time. Really? Yeah. Hmm. So I shouldn't tell you that Jack and Michael and Walt and uh, Bernard and Rose are all dying at the season finale. You shouldn't. Okay. But you don't know that. I don't, so I won't. (laughs) (laughs) Let's move right on to our next call. All right. Yeah, hi there. My name's Stephen McCormack, uh, phoning from Glasgow in Scotland, uh, part of the United Kingdom. First of all, I would like to thank Stephanie, Rachel and Cliff for the podcast, which I've been listening to for many months now. I travel uh, approximately three hours a day to work and listen to the most of the Lost podcasts when I'm traveling. And uh, yours always makes me laugh, especially on the train. Travel to work. And no doubt the funny stares I get from fellow passengers will uh, hopefully continue. We in Scotland don't start seeing season two until late spring. But with the internet and podcasting revolution, I have managed to keep updated regarding what's going on in Ireland. Anyway, calling to give you what I think is my theory regarding one of the latest episodes, Lockdown. I firmly believe that Helen was hooked up to Locke's father and was actually part of a long con paid on lock. Why did she turn up at the airport motel? Why did she turn down the proposal? She looked to me as if that she was slithering. Uh, perhaps she was like Sawyer, falling in love with Locke, but decided to obviously leave with Locke's father. I also believe somewhere in the future it will be seen that Locke's father and Helen also crashed on the island and what will no doubt meet his father in the future. Anyway, I better go. Keep up the good work, and God bless you all. Thank you. Stephen, right? From Scotland. I think so. Wow. I really like that whole that Helen was in with Anthony. That it's a long con? Yeah. yeah. I really like that. I really like that as well. Yeah. You know, she only talks when our mics are turned on. I know. We're totally <laughs> muted. We get to hear the entire message in our headphones. <laughs> With no problems at all, but as soon as we unmute the mic, it's mama. We love our baby Jane. She's sweet. So anyway, uh, yeah, I like that. Thank you, Stephen. I can't imagine a three-hour commute. Uh-uh. Is it, uh, Stephen? You'll have to let us know. Is that an hour and a half one way there and an hour and a half back? It has to be. I so, would think- but anyway, we're we're happy that uh, we can uh, make you smile and laugh, and and uh, we definitely enjoy to do that. 
and to make people laugh. Uh, we're going to go ahead and play the next sound clip, and I'm going to see if I can swindle my son out of the toy that's making all the noise over there in the meantime. So, Stephanie, why don't you go ahead and listen to this one? All right. Hi, this is Chris from Texas. Uh, wanted to share with you guys that uh, the uh, thing that was sent to Ryan uh, the disc and the Hanzo Foundation, all that stuff. Uh, that was actually also sent to the owner of the BlackRock.org, uh, another uh, lost fan site. Uh, you can click on it on the important discoveries over on the left. Anyway, I uh, was listening to your podcast last night at work and heard that and thought, you know, this sounds familiar. So anyway... Uh, yeah, go ahead and check it out, and hopefully you guys will be able to find out what, you know, see if there's something else inside the other one that may be different or something. But anyway, you guys have a great time with your podcast, and really enjoy it. Thanks. Bye. Thank you, Chris from Texas. Um, yes, uh, he's referring to last week when we talked about Ryan mm-hmm. Oswa, who had received the official-looking stuff from the Hanso Foundation, and it was a letter and a... Uh, uh, disc and and yes, Chris, it was exactly the same package that the BlackRock.org uh, advertised on their site uh, sh- that they had received as well. And on that is an orientation film, supposedly from the Goblet Station, uh, and it is very poorly produced. And it's an obvious to me personally, it's an obvious knockoff, and it's a fan fiction kind of thing. Yeah, see, McKenna agrees. And so... Yeah, so yeah, yeah, yeah stuff. So anyway, um, totally a fake, I believe. And so it looks to me like a fan had heard that uh, the official podcast where they said the Hanso Foundation was going to be coming back, it's going to be revamped, and it's going to have lots of new information. And as soon as they heard that, they took that opportunity to take their orientation film that they put together and send that out to all the big owners of fan sites and fan podcasts and somehow they missed us but that's okay we're going to move on to the next call let's see who we got here hey guys it's Sheridan again from southern california just regarding the Stephen curtis chapman song that was in your wedding i was sitting here thinking it's got to be i will be here it has to be i will be here anyway it's a great song i'm actually planning to play it in my wedding in august so um keep up the great work and um i will hear from you later on lost bye Thank you, Sherida. That was great. Um, that's a great wedding song. I, I think that it would be absolutely perfect, and uh, we wish you congratulations on your upcoming wedding. Um, hey, let us know what day in August. Our anniversary is in August also. Yes, it is. Ours is uh, August. 10 years on August 17th. August 17th. That's right. And in fact, uh, Sherida, you know that some of the, the band members of uh, Stephen Curtis's band listens. Maybe, yeah. Sherida, they could hook up and just actually come and <laughs> sing live for you. That would be, like, way too cool. (laughs) Anyway, moving right along. we got one more voicemail here. Hi, Cliff, Stephanie, and Rachel. This is Samuel calling from Tucson, Arizona. Just had a couple of comments and maybe some feedback on uh, what you guys were discussing about um, Anthony Cooper and the license plate. Well, I'm in Tucson, Arizona, and in the state of Arizona, when you purchase your car and you get a license plate, you purchase the license plate for for your life, basically. So whatever car you get whether it be a Jeep, a new car, a, you know, whatever, 
then that license plate follows you, not the car. So that may be the explanation for Anthony Cooper having the um, license plate on the Jeep, or I think it was a Cherokee or something, and uh, his new car. That makes perfect sense. It does. Absolutely perfect sense. Um, here here in the state of Kentucky, we pay yearly taxes mm-hmm. and um, on our vehicles. And each time we pay our taxes, we get a new license plate. So just about the time we learn our number, they give us a new one. That's After another I reason why perhaps um, we saw that. So yeah, very good. Yeah. And it was Samuel, right? I believe. Yes, Samuel. And in fact, um, I believe I cut it right at the end of his first point, And I wanted to let you... Say what you wanted yeah. to say. And so here's the rest of his message. The second thing is the HansoFoundation.org versus .com. I was under the, under the impression that the .com domain was the official ABC website and the .org domain was a fan site. One of those sites, and I'm pretty sure it's the .org, had a admission fee or a subscription fee of about $29 a year. Not sure if that had anything to do with ABC. I know ABC just launched their official um, fan club with a subscription-based um, subscription. So I'm not really sure that HansoFoundation.org is actually even associated with ABC or if it's just a fan site. So just a little comment, a little feedback. Uh, otherwise, you guys are doing a great job. Love listening to you. Love waiting for the next show. I'm sorry. I'm not laughing at you. No. McKenna's making faces at me. So anyway, um thanks for that second point there. Um yeah. however, it is the it, it is the reverse. The hansofoundation.org.org is a registered bona fide definitely a part of ABC and Disney. And it is currently down because they are revamping it and uh actually um there was another website that did have I've never went to the Hanso Foundation. Actually, uh, Steph, will you pull up the HansoFoundation.com and pull that up and tell us what what is there? But yeah, I have seen a fan site that did accept a membership fee to actually get into what they were doing. She's telling you what's there. She's been there before. She's been there. Uh, She likes to play around on the laptop. Am I doing .com? .com. Do .com. Is anything there? The numbers, the secrets shall be revealed, and then enter the forums. Okay, so so dot com is, is the fan site. dot org, the Hanso the Hanso Foundation dot org, which if you are not aware of this already, has had a lot of information that they released in the past, such as some of the Dharma projects that are going on, as in uh, the Junxtaposio uh, eugenics and and all kinds of other. Um, zoology experiments most of the stuff that we heard him talk about <laughs> anyway um, most of the stuff we heard him talk about in the uh, in the um, orientation film <laughs> she's joining herself now <laughs> she's hilarious um, anyway it's <laughs> <laughs> We have some really funny kids. We do. Um, What was I saying? I have no idea. HansoFoundation.org is revamping and we'll be back in May. People might. 
People are going to understand why we record at night. In the middle of the night. <laughs> They're going to say, praise God. Please move back Put to your original. Put those kids to bed. Put, they're going to say, go back to your original schedule. So anyway, that... that, that, that <laughs> we live in a house full of people that have to have the last word. <laughs> it's a Ravenscraft thing. <laughs> None of us ever stop talking for the chance that... Somebody else might somebody sneak else. something in there. Hi, Cliff, Stephanie. Oh, thanks, Megan. I'm McKenna. She's from Tucson, Arizona. We already heard that one, sweetheart. We, we listened to that one. Yeah, we've already played it. <laughs> Where's her fancy? <laughs> she dropped it on the floor. Hug her up. <laughs> We're going to pause this real quick while we pull up some emails. I'm looking at an email from Teresa P. She says, hello, all. I hope all is well. I have a question. Didn't Rose say that she would hold Bernard's wedding ring every time they took a plane trip? But Rose said when they were in the Jeep on the way to Healer that she would rather have had a beach honeymoon. Um, guess she got it after all. Yep. It's something she put in here. Um, I remember okay. saying that as she yeah, said that too. Yeah. Now, does that make any sense to you guys? If it was their honeymoon, then that would have probably been the only, only the second time they flew together with wedding rings. I wouldn't believe that they waited too long to get married or to take their honeymoon seeing that she only had a year or so to live. I don't think that would be a production mistake. Um, I think it's just something to be talked about. Love the show, Teresa. Now, I got the impression that they met, they got engaged. Five months. And then they got married and they went on this thing to Australia. They haven't even been married a year yet. No. Wouldn't you say that? I would absolutely say that. Okay, so... so. But one of them could have a job that takes them out of town. Right. That is... It is something, that's something to be talked about. Absolutely. So if you guys have any ideas on that and you want yeah. to call in about the wedding ring good fiasco. Catch. So, yeah, good catch on that. Okay, well, we had to cut things short there, and that's about... Uh, all we were able to do during the daytime, and we realized quickly that uh, recording listener feedback and podcasts uh, regarding the lost is not going to work during the day when the kids are awake. So um, just so you know, I did put the listener poll up on our forum at www.ravenscraft.org forward slash lost forum, or you can just go to generallyspeakingpodcast.com and then click on Weekly Lost Edition. There's a big button that you can click to go to the forum as well. Um, anyway, I did put the listener uh, poll out there asking what you think about the um, the idea of us doing the unscripted, unedited, uh, immediate follow-up of the episode. And when you vote in that poll, please do not consider this listener feedback that you just heard. The, all the unedited, unscripted uh, interruptions with the kids. Um, we will not be doing that again. But in the listener poll, I'm specifically asking for your opinion of the very first portion of this week's podcast, which was the uh, the immediate at first glance segment that we did immediately following giving our thoughts and views on the episode immediately, freshly after we had just finished watching it. 
Well, anyway, I I do apologize for those of you who sent us uh, voicemails and emails uh, that I did not play this week. Uh, I will tell everyone out there that um, audio comments on our listener line are top priority, and that phone number is area code 413-521-0958. Again, that's 413-521-0958. And if you call in uh, and leave a message on the voicemail, there's about a 95% chance that you will make it into our episode. Uh, as far as emails are concerned, uh, there's about a 15 or 20% chance that an email might be read. In fact, I got some great emails. Unfortunately, most of them were very long, and uh, with the production time that it takes to put those in here, guys, it, it just doesn't really fit in. However, in those long emails, I'd love to be able to share those in our forum, and it'd be great if you uh, get the opportunity to go and register to the forum. At, uh, it would actually uh, benefit our entire community. We have almost 400 listeners now. Uh, signed on and registered to the forum, and we are posting all kinds of amazing stuff. In fact, I spent uh, some time getting some great screen captures of the extras that we talked about, just lots of extras and some great screen captures of that in our art section. So anyway, um, one last thing, a little podcast note, and then I'm going to close it out with Rem's spoiler segment and our new extra. Uh, You probably recognized immediately at the very beginning, that we had a brand new intro for our podcast. And the reason for that is because Rachel has sent us an email. Actually, she sent us an email, and then we've talked since. Uh, But Rachel has been missing um, a couple of our recording sessions, and she's also missed a couple of the last uh, episodes of Lost. And the reason for that is not because she's not a huge fan of Lost, uh, but it, it's just been really crazy for her recently. Um, some of it's great. Uh, in fact, the very good news is that Rachel's a rather new um, real estate agent. And over the last month, uh, she sold, I think, something like three properties, which is huge uh, for just starting out. And so, Rachel, congratulations on that. And I understand that she's actually, uh, business is even picking up even more. And so, we're very happy for her to hear that. Uh, but very sad at the same time that that means that uh, with the real estate business picking up in combination with getting ready to have a baby, that things are just getting so hectic for her that it's not possible for her to come over on a regular basis. In fact, she so much wanted to come to the microphone yesterday and today uh, to record just a little five-minute ex- explanation of why it is that she would no longer be a regular uh, co-host of this uh, podcast. And just, again, things have been so crazy that she just didn't uh, make it over. So uh, on behalf of Rachel, uh, she she basically says that she will miss you guys and that she will try to come over and guest host uh, whenever she gets the opportunity. And uh, I've actually extended an open invitation for her to do a weekly audio segment. If at any time she wants to come over uh, when we're here, just put her in front of the microphone and do a five or ten minute Rachel's Thoughts on Lost. And we would put that in just like the rest of our audio segment. So, uh, Rachel, that is always open to you. 
Well, it's uh, now an hour and 38 minutes into this podcast, which I agree is way too long. And uh, we tried some new things out this week. I believe personally that the at first glance went great. I don't think the listener feedback went so well. However, I am very excited about the new uh, insider about the the actors and a little bit of their biography. Uh, Rem always does an excellent job with his, well, anything he talks about because everybody loves his voice. And Eric, uh, what an interesting way to get your niece Tiffany involved. And so thank you very much. I, I invite everybody to check our website out at www.generallyspeakingpodcast.com. Dot com, and I certainly urge each and every single one of you to check out our Lost Forum. The easiest way to get there is www.ravenscraft.org forward slash Lost Forum, or just go to the generally speaking podcast.com and click Weekly Lost Edition and then click on the forum. Man, am I ever going to end this podcast? Oh, and by the way, do. Um, is there anything that I left out? I don't think so. I'm just so tired. It's about 2 o'clock in the morning on Saturday morning, and it's Easter weekend, so I have to get out of here. Rem, take it over. This isn't what was supposed to happen. What's going to happen? You don't want to know what was supposed to happen. I know. Because you don't know what's going to happen. You know what? You're not going to find out. Don't you want to know? Hey there, it's Rem checking in with Lost Spoilers on the Generally Speaking podcast. We are now into the last hiatus for the season. And coming up on April 26th, ABC is going to be airing a clips episode called Reckoning. And it's a highlights episode designed to get new viewers up to speed on the first two seasons of Lost in about an hour. (laughs) Yeah, Uh, good luck with that. The 20th episode is called Two for the Road. It's an Anna Lucia-centric episode, and the air date is May 3rd. Here's the description. Jack and Kate will bring an exhausted Michael back to the camp, and with him, news about the others. Meanwhile, Anna Lucia attempts to get Henry Gale to confess, while flashing back to more on her backstory as a cop, and Hurley is planning a big surprise date for Libby. Episode 21 is called Question Mark, written by Damon Lindelof and Carlton Cuse, That will air on May 10th. Now, according to Lindelof, quote, 21 is an episode that is very much sort of the fundamental axis of the blast door map, and it's a Locke and Echo story. The episode is called Question Mark because that is the symbol that Locke remembers from the map. Episode 22 is called Three Minutes. It's a Michael-centric episode, and it's airing on May 17th. Michael will be getting a flashback episode, and we're going to be learning more about his encounter with the others. Curious to see if Michael's flashback will be island-based, as was Claire's recent episode. Michael apparently comes back a very different man, and Walt will be back, played by Malcolm David Kelly, who is by now probably six and a half feet tall. And the two-hour season finale, title as yet unknown, is going to air on Wednesday, the 24th of May. Now, word is that the season finale is going to involve a cast member being killed. Now, as much as this kills me to say it, I think it's going to be Echo. That's a wrap on the Lost Spoilers. My name is Rem. Now, back to Stephanie and Cliff in the Generally Speaking Studios. You have been listening to the weekly Lost edition of the Generally Speaking Podcast Network. You can make our show even better with your feedback. Call our listener comment line at area code 
888-888-0958 to leave your comments and questions. And please, start with your name and where you're calling from. If you would like to contribute to our weekly podcast, simply click on the PayPal Donate button on our website at www.generallyspeakingpodcast.com. Join us next week for another edition of Generally Speaking. Thanks for listening.